MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. <laughs> Yo, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. jackass stop it get off it donald hey what happened stupid is stupid does sir you blow it you idiot idiot oh wait 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 okay let me tell you we had a moment before and and what you heard in my voice it was a carryover <laughs> was carryover and it's what we call in acting character bleed okay <laughs> <laughs> The moment before had bled into my character of the nowness of this show. And I welcome you all. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get the show back on the rails. Just at the top. Let's get it back. Back. We're just, trains running on time. And then we're going to have tickets. It sounded a little like that to me. Like, welcome to Captain Pawpaw. <laughs> that's what it sounded like a bitch showed up let me tell you something about mindset you brought it you brought the barbecue you i brought, brought it. it i brought, brought it. it completely hey, hey you know what first of all y'all won't be patriots <laughs> you're gonna make me piss myself you're gonna make me pee myself girl stop it so sad and pathetic uh, but because I would really like it if you would. <laughs> it's not. I'm not laughing about Patreon. I'm laughing at this bitch. You know, it's, I, I I looked at some bills. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm gonna tell you. Look, you are keeping us alive. You are keeping us afloat. We cannot thank you enough. Those of you who have been Patreons and those of you who can't right now, we totally understand. We can't either. So we appreciate you just passing on word about this podcast. Get other people interested. Get other people listening. Download, review, review five stars. That All of that helps. But if you can become a Patreon and get your three micro idiots a week as a thank you, if you can get a, a cameo and a little message, make you feel good, make you feel better, or give us a gift, that would be that's very helpful. That was really clear and wonderful, Angela. Thank you. I'm gonna because tell you something. Tell you something. I was at that. I was at <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm at pure giddiness is where it is. Oh, where you know what? Is let at. me send you some emails from Kaiser and State Farm and I'll cure Ooh. that giddy right the fuck up. No, 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 no. Fuck <laughs> it out. But we cannot thank you enough, seriously. And and we know that we, we can't you can't always contribute in that way. And so like we said, just getting people interested in the podcast or just write to us at frangela 8 at gmail.com and tell us what's going on with you. We love hearing from you and it just makes, it really does make our day. So thank you if you can do that too. And join us every Friday in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show for the... Uh, that uh, we hang no. out with Stephanie and we call it the Black Power Times. Yes, it's Fridays <laughs> with Frangela. And we thank you. Let's get to this show because I'm already crazy. It's getting to us. It's getting to us. Oh, because it is getting to us. Jeff Y. Bless you, Jeff Y. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. This makes me so mad. Husband keeps lottery win secret from wife before she finds out 
files for divorce and sues him. Chinese husband kept 1.2 million pounds of lottery prize secret from his wife for not one, but two years. And even transfers cash to his ex-wife before she finds out, files for divorce, and sues him for 60% of his winnings. Thoughts, Angela. Okay, let me tell you something. The man, he won 10 million won, which is 1.2 million in 2021. But instead of sharing his newfound wealth with his wife, he continued life as though nothing had happened and concealed the winnings from her. So when they were paid out into his bank account, he didn't celebrate, didn't get no champagne, didn't go on no holiday, didn't say shit about mm-hmm. it, right? Then he transferred two million to his sister and gave seven hundred thousand to his ex-wife so she could buy an apartment for herself. Eventually, of course, because you can't hide that shit, bitches find out. Homegirl found out about the hidden fortune. Let me tell you something. Can I stop right here? Absolutely. Uh, the other morning, around five o'clock in the morning, Abby comes mm-hmm. running into our bedroom. Going, Dad, Dad, there's a woman outside. There's somebody screaming. She didn't say outside. She said, there's somebody screaming. Something's going on. So he gets up. He jumps up. Because we, we have two ladies who live down below us, you mm-hmm. know. And so we always are, and we're a lovely. Paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Paying yeah. attention. And we just want to make sure everything's okay. And, of course, Mama asked the question, did it sound like happy screams? <laughs> <laughs> Or not sad screams. Because I couldn't ask my child what they fucking are fighting. Yeah, but you did it in a nice way, I think. Right. And she was like, I, I don't know. So come to find out it's not in our building. It's not happening here. It's across the street. And this woman is screaming. She's in a bathrobe. Sun's coming up. Guy in a, a gray BM, brand new BMW. All you hear is her screaming and horns, and she has pulled him out of the car by his hair. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she is beating him, asking him for his phone, saying, let me see it. Where were you? As she's beating him. And I don't know if she beat him or the car. It was beat. She would hit him and then the car horn. And it was crazy. And let me tell you, people, you know, this is why I'm saying this. I'm telling this story is there are all kinds of stories in naked store in the naked city. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the fact that this man is out here was out here hiding for two years, two years. He had given money to other women in his life. Yeah. His ex-wife got... And he's currently married to this woman. Currently married. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the thing. It's like you can never look at somebody and think and know and think you know. You know what I mean? About anybody. Also, there's no such thing as a secret. There's no secret. Here's the thing. The wife, the woman across the street, she knew something was going on. Oh, yeah. She was going to beat it out of you. Thing. We, and I was, we was talking about this with my husband. Women see. 
People, I'm telling you, you cannot hide. You tell on yourself. And I would be so angry because here's my problem. We all have this arrangement. I'm sure you've talked about it in your families also. But my family, the rule has been since the dawn of time, if one of us wins the lotto. Right. The first thing you do is you call everybody else and go, go to the airport. There will be a first class ticket for you or a private plane. Don't pack shit because we buy a new shit. Right. You can quit your job on the airplane. It's done. We hit it. Like, that's yeah. it. The fact that you took two years of pay, two years of paying bills and working and the drudgery of this and that, two years. To me, that's the thing you would have heard as I was smashing his head into the ground. <laughs> two years, two years. That was two. Like, like it's like, oh my God. And also, dude, obviously, it's no problem giving money to people. No. But why, if you want to get divorced, then just get divorced. Like, like why? What is the, the lottery brought on the divorce? Well, what what's clear is, let me tell you what I can read between the lines. Hmm. If this is a cheaper to keeper, yeah, and because she, she filed divorce for divorce, he didn't file. No, for he divorce. sounds like he probably acted like a dick for two years, waiting for her to finally divorce him, and or, then he'd be like, "Oh, and then I can have this money all to myself." But it's all free money. This is the thing I never understand about this kind of thieving. It's all free money. It's all winning. Like whether or not you get ten million or five, you didn't have any of it before. But it's you a win. know what? It's a win. And that's not how people see it. But that is how they should. And that's that. Well, that is a, that is a way to view it. But that's not how people see it. People look at that and go, "No, this is my money." But you don't, you debt buy your ex-wife a fucking apartment. That's what I'm saying. And we still living in this hovel. That's right. Or whatever the situation is. I'm going to call it a hovel. I don't... And, and that's what I, what I found really interesting is the, the relationship between him and his wife was such as you could tell your sister, you could tell your ex-wife. Yeah. But not the woman that you come home and stay with. Yep. Oh, you dumb, dumb, you dumb. dumb. And then dumb, here's another dumb. man. Just, just he also concealed uh, winnings from his wife and child, even going to the extent of collecting his winnings in a giant yellow cartoon cost character costume to try to hide his identity. He won twenty six million. No, you gonna get busted. He said, I did not tell my wife and child for fear that they would be too complacent and would not work or work hard in the future. Oh, let me be clear about something. If I make the, if I, if I win $2 million, I'm going to be lazy. Get right. <laughs> straight up. Straight the, the up for said, real. The universe said, take up, take a load off. That's what it's all about. I've never heard, been like, you know what? Now I'm going to really work hard. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up. What we got? This is from Lewis C, correct? Thank you, yes, thank you. Ex Coaset? Yeah, sure. Employee pleads not guilty to stealing power to run secret crypto mine. I'm gonna say that again, crypto <laughs> mine. Because you have not heard us not once talk about somebody with a crypto mine and idiot. And that is why this person is in it. I really, I, I find, this is why I don't involve myself in cryptocurrency. And it is a place where I'm about to sound extremely old. I don't understand it. Okay. <laughs> and my general rule of thumb is do not 
do not put your money in shit that you don't understand what it That's is. That's right. That's okay. Right. And I'm not saying that makes me smart or stupid. It just may, it may cautious probably, but I feel like if I can't explain it, and when you say the word crypto mind to me, I want to tell you vast parts of my brain just go right, and they shut down. So I'm like, how do you mine crypto secretly? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. And I understand crypto mining and, you know, and I've done, you know, a little bit of crypto here and there and blah, 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 blah. A former employee of a Massachusetts town pleaded not guilty to allegations that he leached. I love that word. See, and this is the thing. When we when we want to, we can find the words leached. Mm-hmm. $18,000 in electricity to run a cryptocurrency mine secretly set up inside of a school's crawl space. So this is my question. Is the, comp- is like, why do that? Why not you, because all this equipment, he didn't steal this equipment from them. No. This equipment he brought into the, the air space what do you call them the crawl space the crawl spaces of the height of the school so he had all this equipment is it does it just require that so much power yes so it's literally this? mining so every every so often it turns over right so basically crypto mining if you want to understand it is making something out of fucking nothing with energy well, right. right right and so it's kind of like if you want to think about it, scraping. And then if you get a, you know, like, for example, remember that story we did about the scorpions and that uh, that that group in India had ten, over 10,000 scorpions that they were milking every day? Because yeah. you only get cert, a, a millimeter, you know, meter, some, ridiculous some, some amount. small amount. Yeah. But on the open market in terms of medicine being able to sell like a pint of that is millions of dollars right so it's the same thing with cryptocurrency which Mm -hmm. is you get all these machines and you're trying to get enough energy worked up together to get a unit to be able to sell it a unit of energy of energy of crypto or whatever the mining the the crypto mining that to be able to sell in terms of currency this is still not making sense so think about think about an electric power generator right and that you're able to sell energy from that it's the same thing but you can do it but you can set that shit up in your garage so they had a three-month investigation to find out that he stole over $17,000 in electricity. And basically, he's been charged with fraudulent use of electricity and vandalizing a school, which i that seems like tacked on, vandalizing. Because basically, so he put this shit up in the crawl space. That was fucking uh, smart. This shit well, is smart as it? fuck. Was it though? The, the town's IT director recognized the setup as a crypto mine. Um, but here's the problem. He set it up in a place where clearly people, something made them go look and then yeah. go in this crawl space. Yeah. And so I don't know if they had, if they'd been tipped off in some way, it doesn't say, but to me, I don't understand how you, I know that you get to plead innocent, obviously, mm-hmm. but it seems stupid sometimes to me. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. is one of those times. Like it's very clearly him. 
And the first the first question I would ask him is, what other schools did you do this in? Well, that's what you wonder. And like $18,000, like what? And what did he make? Because that's just the electricity that's he right. used. That's right. What, what did he actually make in the crypto? Like that, that isn't in here. I, and I think that that's probably thousands of dollars. I would, I hope, I mean, because I'm like hiding things in a facility that is constantly in use and that where think like, I just feel like a middle school is a bad place to hide anything. Being somebody who looked for hiding places in my middle school, let me tell you, there's no place to hide there. Yeah. They know where to, there's, there's all these open, it just seems like a really stupid place to do this. I get that. I would have gone with more of a, I get the whole city building. They won't mm-hmm. notice electricity mm-hmm. being used kind of mm-hmm. concept, but I would have gone for more like city government. Yeah. But you know what? I think that city government, you the risk with too many people going going back inside of you know panels and shit like that what you want to hope for is a rundown school where nobody's paying any attention but suddenly the electricity bill goes up like twenty thousand dollars right exactly but you know what there is there's there's stupidity to this and the thing this is what i appreciate about this crime he thought about it and he no, got there's some thought. There is thought. There is right. thought. There's energy. There's crypto. There's mining. It, there's there's failure. There's failure. Yeah, but I appreciate him. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. Next up, this idiot is from Donna Z. Thank you so much. Threat to Hollywood sign mistakenly made to Florida police. Okay. You know, we recently <laughs> recorded our comedy album in Portland, Oregon. And uh, somebody wrote to us and said, but there's a Portland, Maine. Yeah, because we'd said Portland and we, but without saying the state. Yes. And then, which I thought, okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. That is true, but it seemed ridiculous to me. It did. Like, like it, did. it seemed a little like, really, seriously. Really? You, do you think you, I'm going to Portland, Maine? Portland, Maine? Because I, I I like Maine as much as the next person, but... Love it. But is that where people go to record comedy albums? Like, I know that Portland, Oregon may not jump to mind either, but in terms of uh, politics and whatever, like, I just am sort of like, okay. Really? Especially in the winter, right? We went to Portland, Maine in, in, in February. It just, But we were like, you're absolutely right. So we started trying to say it. But then the minute the idea got introduced, Francis starts saying Maine. <laughs> well, because because I have ADHD and one of the things is is that once something gets into that track it has to get cleared out or and by cleared out I mean I'm gonna say it okay well and the, and the, this is the thing never say the thing you don't want I have to tell people this all the time I was like never say to Francis the thing you don't want her to say no because that will be the first thing that comes out of her mouth it was sticky it sticks say what you want only what you want her to say that's never right. what you don't want because that's that, right because it will stick so it's like it's and it's like and people i'm like no don't start there give the give the positive thing yes. right the, the the affirming statement so this fool apparently um what have happened is broward <laughs> county sheriff's office uh they feel that this call the suspect uh called in and demanded ten thousand dollars or else he was gonna blow up the hollywood sign that's scary. I love the Hollywood sign. Angela. I know it's iconic. It's, it's a landmark. But see, they were in Florida. And so they they weren't <laughs> as worried about it, you know, because they were like. But what I find really fucking interesting about this 
is that they forwarded the call. That's what I find hilarious. It's it's so Florida to me that they would be like, okay, wait just a second. Hi, Hollywood. This is um, Broward County 911. <laughs> hey. We just got a comment. This guy says so he's going to blow up the Hollywood sign. And we're pretty sure he, like, he means you, but he called us by mistake. So we're going to put him through. Okay. Hi. I mean, really? Really? It's, just, it's sort of a weird, like, so basically they, you know, found a person really easy and they knew it was a hoax and they, but I have to, I, here's my thing, guys, $10,000 to not blow up a sign. What, what, what is going on? Whatever happened to garage sales, pie sales, essay business? Like, what is this? Oh, I know. I say I'm going to blow up a sign, which by the way, getting up there, I don't know if you don't already have that explosives in place. You're not, once you've made the threat, you can't go like, you, there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. You're not going to be able to get up there. Yes. Well, this is what I love. In the future, they are saying any Bond villains in training might want to take a moment. Just a moment. To become familiar mm -hmm. with some of America's famous duplicates. And there's a few. There's a few. Uh, as we already talked about, there are two Portlands, Oregon and Maine. There, there may be others, but those are the two we know of. Right. There are two Kansas cities, Missouri and Kansas. There are two long beaches, California and New Jersey, everybody. And major Disney properties are in Orange County, California and Orange County, Florida. These are things, this is basic. And, and, and again, may I lead you to our book, mm -hmm. our seminal book, The Mindful Thief. Yeah, this is all, uh, it's chapter, it's actually chapter two, I believe, geography and its importance. Ge geography. That it's, it's all too often we ignore the simplest part of the crime, which is where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it happening? You have to know where it's happening. Okay. Okay. So, so you want to, you want to threaten, um, let's see, uh, Portland. Do you mean Oregon or Maine? Or both. Or maybe no. there's a Portland, Texas. I don't know. But it's really important to your crime success. Yes. To know. <laughs> kind it's of thing you want to, so you want to, you really want to make sure that you've checked out. Fucking idiots. Oh, okay. Next up. This is from Amber M and Donnie J. Oh, Jesus. It's been bad recently. It's just, this shit's been bad recently. Flight makes emergency landing after American Airlines passenger charges cockpit demanding a drink. Okay, everyone. <laughs> I, I've been raising this question for several years now, Francis. You have. And you know what, Angela? I got angry at you the first time you did. I know, but maybe... Maybe we can't handle having drinks on planes or in airports. And, you know, I like a cocktail in the airport as much as anybody. But what I am seeing repeatedly is that we are not handling this privilege correctly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, it sounds like we are mixing things with these drinks that shouldn't be mixed. No, because I'm this sure. is a like, drunk. Like people? Like awakeness? Yes and pills and you know okay an american flight was forced to make an emergency landing in north carolina after an quote-unquote unruly woman in first class allegedly tried to breach the cockpit because she was upset 
at not being served a drink. So you wanna, let me tell you, okay. I don't understand this, Angela. That's right. Tiffany Miles, 36. My issue is you're not getting service from the flight attendant. So you are going to go barge into and disturb the people who are flying the tin fucking can in the air? This is the problem with with first class. Um, first class, I believe, is it shouldn't just be you can pay for it. You should have to pass some kind of test, mm. a temperament test, because I'm you already. Everybody back in serious, they acting right. Okay, yes. they sweating they all up on each other. They're not getting <laughs> shit. People farting next to and, you. And I know, and I, cause I've been on these, this is a shorter, not that long of a flight too. And I think that, that when you're on these shorter flights, especially first class loses its meaning. If you're in your mind, you're picturing the champagne and this, that doesn't happen on domestic short flights. No. In fact, generally what it means is you get that bigger seat up front, but that may be about it. And then like the little, the, the chips and shit that you would pay for, you get them for free. Yeah, but that's about it. And I know that that on those short flights, you know, there's there's if there's any kind of turbulence, I've been on those flights and I've been in that situation and they where they just suspend service. Yeah, first class people think I just spent because it's very expensive right yeah. nowadays, especially no matter what flight you're on. I spent a thousand dollars to fly two hours and you ain't giving me a drink because you say there's turbulence that I'm not feeling. And so you you tipped off your mind, your mind left. Yeah, but Tiffany. Tiffany, this was, first of all, you were going to be banned, my guess is, from yep. not only that airline, but you may get put on the no-fly list. Yeah. You got in charge. What I found interesting in this, too, is that when she tried to breach the cockpit, it has, this is a quote, that she was being somewhat restrained by the flight crew and other passengers. What do you think somewhat restrained means? That means that she was flying off the handle and getting through. Yeah, like, they, they didn't duct tape her. Why no, not? no, 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 no. People, duct tape is our friend. Because I'm like, why was she just somewhat restrained? Tie that bitch to fuck up. See, this is this why we hit this is, and that's why they had to to redirect the flight. She yeah. fucked up everybody's flight, everybody's day, everybody's everything because she wanted a, and I guarantee you, it was a cocktail. It was, and that's what it said. Passenger Carl Rosario told ABC that Miles was upset, getting upset when she didn't wasn't being served her drink. And you know what? And I get it. This N not that I get the behavior, the the qualitative inflexibility of the idea of what the entitlement the entitlement of what's supposed to happen for me mm -hmm. in this experience and i paid this money and i expect you to come up to me and ask me if i want champagne right I, but they I, don't I, do I, that on domestic they, flights they don't anymore. do that and and i think that people have an idea mm -hmm. and then she thought that this these people were disrespecting her I, there's my thing. Manager, we, okay, fuck fast food for a second. America, you need to manage all your expectations, okay? Because nothing is guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just because you think you paid for an experience, mm. what you pay, what you paid for is a seat and to get your ass someplace. Which and is hopefully some, amen some amenities. Which is my whole thing about first class, right? Which is, you know, which is always, you know, when I follow, let me just go to, to this explanation. When I followed the Grateful Dead, mm -hmm. 
there was a thing that everybody used to say is as long as you got into the building right mm -hmm. you're golden as long as you're in the building right doesn't matter where you're sitting in the building right you're part of the experience you're going to you're going on the trip you're going on the ride and so my issue with people and their their issues and complaints is bitch you in the can okay i do have to call cry foul here though how tall are you 411 proud okay yeah okay let me explain to you what life is like when you five nine and you in the can <laughs> what's life like in the can it's a whole different experience oh you know what i'm gonna I'll, I'll illustrate for you you're gonna get in the trunk of my car <laughs> well, I I'm, gonna, to get I'm, the gonna, I'm gonna tape it so that there's very layer coming in <laughs> but get some hot blow dryer that's the air that i'm gonna blow in on you <laughs> That's the air you're gonna get. I'm, I'm, what, what the and then I'm gonna sit you next. I'm, I'm, I'm sit sitting you. in the same chair with the same air, yeah, having you the same like experience. Half my home. And like it is like a totally different experience when you were you got no space, you can't move your legs, you can't move your back, you can't do anything. That when I tell you the difference that that seat makes, first of all, I'd also like to call out motherfucking Alaska Airlines for their bullshit. Uh, let's talk about the fact that every seat outside of first class in Alaska Airlines doesn't have a cushion. So mm. you are you are sitting up against a concrete wall. There is no back cushion. It is a straight up and down board with some blue like rubber, not even rubber, like you know, plastic around it. And there's but when you look at the first class seats, they have the cushion. There's mm. no cushioning. It is the most uncomfortable. And I watch everybody twisting and turning and moving and trying to figure out how. And that's not that long of a flight, right, from Portland to here to Los Angeles. And it was so uncomfortable. So. I think that your experience, that your the size makes a difference in this experience. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, oh, maybe, bitch, maybe. Maybe. No, oh, you know, I know what'll change your mind. What if you can't get the window seat and lean your hand up against the window? Because I oh, said, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Bitch, when there was, we had the bulkhead and it was too far for you to lean up against the window. Yeah, that's wrong. Then somebody was like not in the experience because she was in the building. <laughs> that that went right thing. out the door. My thing is you on the fuck, you, uh, this is my thing. If you're in a seat and they shut the door and the plane goes up, be happy. No, I can't go there with you. Not with the amount of money they charge. Not with the amount of money they charge because it's be one thing if it was luck of the draw if you got in first class, right? It was some sort of like lottery drawing or if the price was slightly different, but the place, the price is obnoxiously different. It is. And I mean, it is not, and it has gotten worse and worse and worse. The amount, I'm talking a Detroit, Detroit plane ticket right now from Los Angeles to Detroit can be minimum, not first class, $800. You want you want comfort class, which just means a slightly better seat with a little more leg room, and that's like a thousand. And if you want first class, you're trying $2,500 to $3,000. Yep. Bitch, I will get a drink. <laughs> now I'm not gonna rush the cockpit for it because that's just fucking crazy. <laughs> But but I'm I'm a some go somebody go give me some cocktail. <laughs> Let's review. Husband keeps lottery win secret from wife before she finds <laughs> out, files for divorce, and sues his ass. He wins. Mm hmm. Then we have the employee who stole power from the middle school to the crypto mine. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> We had the threat to the Hollywood sign mistakenly made to the Florida police. 
And then we have the flight that had to make an emergency landing because this woman didn't get her drink. Who is the biggest idiot this week, Angela? I I mean, to me, quite frankly, I think I think I gotta go with the husband trying to hide the lottery winnings. Really? Because here's the deal. Like, she had divorced, she asked him for divorce. So I don't know what his plan was. And the thing is that he kept himself from enjoying the fruits of that win for two years. And that seems really stupid to me because it is a small price to pay to just get divorced and give her part of this money that you weren't supposed to ever get anyway. Mm. Like, or, I mean, if you wanted to go to court and try to figure out, there's no way you were gonna get to keep it all, but you might not have had to give up as much. He ended up having to give her an extra 10% of it because the court agreed that what he'd done was egregious. See, Francis, there was a time in the country. Angela, there was a time. There was a time in this country that if you were going to make a threat, you knew what state you were making that threat to. You think it's like a really basic part of the threat is an understanding of who you were threatening. Like, yeah. other, like it's just sort of random threats don't really hit. They got You have to threaten somebody. You have to be specific. You have to get specific. You have to be specific if you want money. <laughs> you got to know who you call. Because people don't know what, they don't know what to write the money to. You, no. They don't want to put in a memo. You no. know what I mean? In the memo line for saving the Hollywood sign. They have to be able to do that. You know what, Francis? There was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that when you when you won the lottery, mm-hmm. what you knew is there were people who were getting that money. That's right. And there's no way around that. And mm-hmm. you were happy because you won the lottery. This is None of this was your money. Right. This is a win-win, boo. There's no reason for you to be this upset. Enjoy your life, enjoy the money, and now you an asshole getting talked about all over the world. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangelo. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Wee, 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 wee.